great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I start with a programming note. As our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, continues to host the morning show this week, I will be with him in a few short hours at 7 a.m. We hope that you stay with us right now and that, of course, you join us from 7 to 10 in the morning. We have a lot to talk about during the course of this hour. This has gone by almost unnoticed, and it's an ad from a super PAC aligned with President Trump. Make America Great Again. That's the name of the super PAC. And the the ad has gone up online, a $1.5 million buy, and boy, is it going after Ron DeSantis. Going to let you hear that in just a second. Also, an emotional Senator Lindsey Graham makes an impassioned plea for supporters, for Americans to donate money that could help former President Trump following the historic arraignment. According to the senator, and you'll hear what Lindsey Graham has to say directly, he made the comment on uh, Fox last night, quoting him, I'm sorry, I'm so upset, but please help President Trump. And he goes on to question why Bill Clinton was never prosecuted for lying under oath or why Hillary Clinton was not charged for mishandling government emails on a private server. We've all heard the story, and uh, you just heard news headlines, Alex Barnard. We hope and pray that that police officer is okay, shot shot in the leg, and they're search, searching for the suspect. A manhunt is underway, and, you know, police officers under attack. They have so little to be happy about these days, but bravo to the men and women of the NYPD. They have a contract now after seven years. I'm going to break it down. It's a bit innovative in terms of officers will in a pilot program will be able to adjust their hours, work fewer days during the week. Also, more pay for rookie police officers. I'm going to break down the numbers, and it's a good day for for the men and women of blue, of course, excluding one of their own that has been shot this morning. We'll, we'll get to that. I want to start, and, and let me do this, folks. Because it seems like I always run out of time. So I'm going to open the phones right now. That doesn't mean that you can go on forever, but I'm trying to give you, our listeners, a little more airtime to express what you have to say. And, of course, you can reach us at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I begin, before I break down the police contract, and a lot of things are going on, I want you to hear this ad from a, 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 a super PAC that's aligned with former President Donald Trump. And uh, it's uh, great, Make America Great Again, the name of the super PAC. And it is... It's starting out almost in a silent way, but listen to how this ad goes after DeSantis. Think you know Ron DeSantis? Think again. In Congress, DeSantis voted three separate times to cut Social Security. That's right, three times over three years. 
Worse, DeSantis voted to cut Medicare two times. DeSantis even voted to raise the retirement age to 70. The more you learn about DeSantis, the more you see he doesn't share our values. He's just not ready to be president. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Notice the tagline. He's just not ready to be president. It's not that he won't be president. It's that he's not ready to be president. And so I want you to listen and and, and listen to this uh, in terms of uh, Lindsey Graham, Senator Graham, uh, very upset uh, in defending uh, President Trump. And we're going to open up the phones in just a second. And we're also going to uh, talk about the police contract for the NYPD. It is a good morning for the NYPD. And we're going to talk about the Brooklyn man devoted to caring for his widowed mom. And he was fatally beaten by a mugger. He was sucker punched. And now this this man that was providing for his mother, he is gone. And we're also going to focus on those hero police officers. It seems like it's so long ago. The shooting, the school shooting in uh, Nashville, and we're going to let you hear what one of the officers, the hero officers, had to say. But first, Lindsey Graham on Fox defending President Trump. We got one last chance here to straighten this out. I just told you a Democratic president lies under oath regarding sexual matters. Uh, They're not prosecuted. A Democratic Secretary of State running for president destroys 33,000 emails under subpoena. They're not prosecuted. This is selective prosecution. It's legal garbage in New York. It's politically motivated. And we do have one last chance to not become a banana republic. 2024 Mm -hmm. is the most important election in my lifetime. America literally is at stake. As we know it, is at stake as we know it. I'm sorry I'm so upset, but please help President Trump. If you can afford five or ten bucks, if you can't afford a dollar, fine. Just pray. Make sure you vote as early as you can in your state. Don't risk anything anymore. Vote as soon as you can. Pray for this country. Pray for this president. And if you've got any money to give, give it. And that's uh, Senator Lindsey Graham. And, you know, folks, we talked about the 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 arraignment uh, yesterday, and I'm about to uh, start with uh, Gracie and Rockland in just one second. But there's been an analysis done of the cases, similar cases, handled by the Manhattan District Attorney. And this analysis has been done by the Albany Times Union. And get this, get this, folks. It turns out that the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, based on this analysis, almost never prosecutes cases on charges like the one he's mounting against Mr. Trump, falsifying business records with the intent to commit another crime or to aid or conceal the commission thereof. Now, the information that was crunched by the Times Union shows that Mr. Bragg's office has gone after people for this type of incident as a top charge only eight times in the last few years. So since 2019, and this is before, this is before Mr. Bragg took office, according to the Times Union of Albany, there have been fewer than 300, fewer than 300 such cases since 2019. Okay, let's start with the uh, telephone calls, then I'll break down the police contract. And I say bravo to the NYPD for the contract because they are treated horribly in the media, in terms of the public, and it's it's nice that for once they win one. And And even then, this is bittersweet because they had to literally rush one of their own shot in the leg to the hospital, and this happened on a day when the mayor was honoring three police officers that were attacked, remember that one, with the machete on New Year's Eve? So the mayor's honoring three police officers attacked with the machete, and another officer is shot 
just a, a short time ago. And uh, police have a manhunt for the man uh, that they're looking for. And I put it to you this way, right? If If someone will shoot a police officer, what do you think they will do to you or I? Gracie in Rockland, good morning. What's on your mind, Gracie? Good morning, Dominic. Listen, what's on my mind is I want to send thanks to to Lindsey Graham. Sometimes I, I feel he's a little wishy-washy, but he came out in support of, of the president, of tr- President Trump, because uh, I hope he could get his uh, the never-Trumpsters and the, uh, the rhinos to support, because this is for the betterment of the country. It's like the normal... And and the abnormal. I'm sorry. The, the what has happened to this two in, in two years to this country, Dominic? I cannot believe where we're going. In Chicago, we uh, we hope they would have done better than uh, Lightfoot. They did worse. I mean, what is going on? Shooting people? I don't know if, if maybe the Gracie, normal people like Gracie, us. Gracie, I'm, I'm gonna Gracie, I'm gonna let you finish, but but and yes, maybe so. you didn't get a chance to listen last night. But I told you what's going on. These progressive candidates, they go to communities and they wink, wink, nod, nod. We've got your back. They don't understand us. They're with Trump, and then automatically. People vote for the Democratic candidate, for the progressive candidate, and then their kids continue to, to, to drop off like flies with, in terms of stray bullets, getting hit by stray bullets. Go ahead, yeah. Gracie. No, uh, I, I didn't catch the show last night. I don't get into why. I was exhausted. But okay. I know I didn't. But the point is that uh, it doesn't make sense for the people, quote, the, the people will say in Manhattan and in Brooklyn and the Bronx, what you said, their kids are getting shot. The, the numbers were better when Trump was president for the, the minorities. Eggs again went up. I mean, this is ridiculous. Don't the people realize the ordinary people, they're conned. Just what you said, Dominic, they're conned. That's why all the normal people, whether Republican, Democrat, whatever, we all have to band together and see who the best person is to solve the problems. The two years, the, the four years when Trump was president was great. They twisted everything around, and he even had COVID, and things were still great. But obviously, I do not like what you said about that commercial against the Santos. That was terrible. I couldn't believe he, you know, uh, his supporters put that out. I thought the Democrats put it out. And thank you, well, Dominic. Well, th- thank you, Gracie. Uh, if if we if we don't know anything else about Mr. Trump, you you know this. He plays for keeps, and uh, that that's what that ad. Now, of course, um, officially, he's not affiliated with the Super PAC. Wink, wink. Any candidate is not affiliated with the Super PAC. Wink, wink. But we all know that they are. And that's just the beginning uh, of this of this uh, primary on the Republican side. And within the last 48 hours, I'm not so sure that DeSantis decides to run. He was facing an uphill battle to begin with. He He's now <laughs> that incline has gone from a five to about a 50. And I, I just, I just don't, I, I don't uh, see it in terms of uh, the viability of DeSantis. But you know, things can change quickly in politics. So who knows? I'm going to get to the police contract because I want to break it down in just a second. But first, I want to continue with some of your calls. Let's go to uh, Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Did you hear about the ebony bill? The ebony alert? I I have it, but go ahead, Robert. Okay. California Assembly Bill AB665 will create an ebony alert that will be in tandem with the Amber Alert, whenever a black child, especially a girl, goes missing, is kidnapped, carjacked, whatever, an Ebony Alert will go out. 
Okay, but now, but wait, 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 Robert, 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 hold on before before you get worked up. You know that's nonsense. I know that's nonsense. It, who's sponsoring this? Because any 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 elected official can can you know sponsor something. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. Do you know who's sponsoring this? I have to look it up again on Newsmax. It's going through the state assembly. No, 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 no. They're hoping that it goes through this assembly. There's no guarantee that anything is going to go through any legislature. Robert, you and I both know nothing like this is going to be approved. If I were you, I wouldn't even waste my time being upset about it. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's more of progressive heaven promising you everything, delivering on nothing. I'll give you the final say before I move on. Oh, Dominic, it's racist and segregationist, separate but equal, man. Right, but Robert, but but listen to Robert, listen to what I said to you. It's never going to happen. Oh, in California, don't be surprised. It's not going to happen. There's no way in hell that something like you have to understand, Robert. You you have a lot of community activists, right, and. And some of them, their ideas are so out there. And some of these officials will do anything to get attention. And guess what, Robert? With all due respect, you just took the bait. Because you, you're you calling me like this is a done deal, and it's far from a done deal. I haven't heard anything about it, and it's never going to happen. Okay. But but I promise you this, Robert. I will I will keep an eye open for this, and I I will follow up on it. Fair enough. Yes. Um, is your email Dominic Carter at wabcradio.com? Yes, it is. That's how you can reach me. Everybody listening to the show, that's exactly how you can reach me. Thank you for the call, Robert. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes. Good morning, Dominic. I called about Lindsey Graham, but I have to respond to what Robert just said. And I know you didn't want to get into that issue, but I just heard about this myself. And the reason that they're talking about this is, and I'm sure you're aware of this, when black girls in particular go missing. I am am aware of that. I'm aware of that. So there's a lot. Right. It gets a lot less attention. Sometimes you never even hear about it. Okay. So that's why they're talking about this so-called ebony alert because when black girls go missing they do not get the same amount of media attention and we need to do something about that because you know this happens all the time and and robert you need to take a sensitivity class or something and stop getting your news from newsmax but Lindsay okay Green, but wait 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 uh, david yeah. what why 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 wait wait hold on why does he need to take a sensitivity class why would something like that upset him so much that he called? I mean, he sounded very angry. Why would black girls being abducted and, and getting a little bit more attention bother him? Why does that bother what? some people that call this station? I really listen. You, I, I know you got upset the other night because someone accused you of being a racist. I'm not doing that. But I'll say this: this station attracts a lot of people with a certain bent. People who seem to have it in for people of color, I don't know what their real issue is, but they every issue with them comes down to race. And I've been accused of that. But you know what? When I talk about race, it's not about putting my finger on people's neck to hold them down. Unlike okay, some but, of the but, calls but David, but, but David, yeah. David, and, and I have a lot of calls, but, but let me just say this. And, and this is the point that I try to make to the community. This is the point, and and now now I'm now someone on the left are not going to be happy with me. Perhaps you won't be happy with me. You have to look at the crime stats, and when you look at the crime stats, you know, like I know, it shows which community is overwhelmingly committing the crimes in America, and so. And then the pushback on that is, well, if you look at the if you look at the overall population, then it's not African Americans. But but David, you know, pick a city, any city, on any given night, turn on the local eleven o'clock newscast, and you know who's shown at eleven o'clock 
crime after crime after crime. And until this changes, David, there's going to be a rough reaction from some. Now, I I got to be honest with you. I can understand how the last caller was a little upset because if if you're just going to focus on one community, see, you put it in perspective, right? We all know, or, or, or many of us know, that uh, this is an issue that's been highlighted by HBO, other news channels of African-American girls going missing and not receiving much media attention. It's an issue that needs to be addressed. But perhaps perhaps it can be camouflaged a little bit to include everybody. You don't think that's fair, David? Well, if you already have an Amber Alert system, I'll be honest with you, I actually personally don't see the need for a separate system, but I think what they do need to do is we need to make sure that these cases are all being covered equally, all right? Because that, you know, that's I never, wait, 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 David, David, I want to ask you this question because I've yeah, heard please. this comment. I, I, re, I, want you, I really want you to answer this for me. I've heard this comment for the last 20 years, right? Now, again, David, if you look at who's committing the crime, Right. I'm not saying this is right, but reporters become desensitized as well. Right. And and so yeah, so so what what's supposed to happen? All right. This is the issue that I have. All right. When you just said that, let's say that you're correct and that the majority. Of these I, David, I know I'm right. correct, but go ahead. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, I'll concede that. Who are the most, the majority of the victims of those crimes? Also, people of color. And again, okay, and, and, and what? Is, and wait, 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 wait. And what is that? That's supposed to excuse it? No, but what happens is, if the victim happens to be white, a lot of times these crimes get a lot of extra coverage. Unlike, listen, a lot of the crimes that happen in the black community never get covered. I hear about crimes that happen up here in the Bronx all the time. You might hear them mentioned one time, and then that's it. Or you never hear it mentioned. Let me say say this out of respect, and and then I've got to move on because I've got to take a break. I've had this conversation with friends for over 10, 15 years. I've got to be brutally honest with you, David. Until... And I'm going to use the word we, until we respect ourselves, you cannot expect others to respect you. It really is as simple as that. I'll give you the final say. All right. You know what? I kind of agree with you, but I don't like, I don't think it's unfair that we as black people have to hold ourselves to an extra high standard. You know, when, when the mafia was a big deal, no one expected Italian people to come out and condemn everything the mafia did or hold them accountable. But every time a black criminal does something, I have to explain it or, defend, or, or, or I'm on the defense for it. That's unfair. I've never been arrested. I've never committed a crime, never even had a speeding ticket. Yet people are suspicious of me just because of my skin color. That's not right, Dominic. And I know you don't believe this has ever happened to you, but trust me, people have looked at you askance because of your skin color, too. Maybe you don't realize it, but it has happened. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for the call, David. Um, my my entire life, and, and th- this is not meant to be a discussion on race, and I don't want to do race every single night. Uh, the, the only time I was ever called uh, the N-word, it happened in college. And I'm going to tell you what my reaction was. And, uh, you know, the kids get drunk, and, you know, we all get drunk. We're in college. We're in Cortland, New York. Nothing to do but really go to class and hang out and drink. And I'm I'm walking to my apartment on uh, Main Street, and some kids go by in a, a pickup truck, and they they yell out the N word and and start and start laughing as they kept driving. And do you know what my reaction to that was? I'm not saying it's right. As quick as they said the N word to me, my response was your mother, and that was that. And I kept on going about my business because at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get across, folks, and in particular to communities of color. You, you've you got to fight your fight, and you cannot use race as a crutch. And people of color are caught up, oh, 
I'm not being treated fair because I'm black. Could it be you're not being treated fair because you're not doing the, the, the same output as the worker next to you? Maybe it's race, but maybe it's not. Anyway, folks, I, I don't want to get stuck on race, and I, 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 don't, I just seem to be a magnet for the uh, race topic, and I haven't even broken down the uh, the NYPD contract as of yet. And the poor man that was sucker punched, he was the he was the the caregiver for his mom, and he's now no longer with us. They took him off of life support, the family, because there was nothing else to be done. And talk about crime. Let's talk about that. I see some of you want to talk about uh, Amber Alerts, uh, Pam in New Jersey. So we'll we'll do that. What we're going to do right now is take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from Hell's Kitchen, the Bronx, New Jersey, Queens, Staten Island, and Brooklyn. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. In a moment, I'm going to go to Alex in California, Pam in New Jersey, and to the rest of the calls. But I'm really glad this morning for members of the NYPD. I'm not happy that a police officer was shot in the leg just a short time ago. The police uh, have a manhunt for the suspect. Not happy about that. None of us, of course, are are not pleased with that. But I'm happy that after seven years, it appears that the NYPD is going to have a uh, contract. They've reached a tentative uh, agreement. You know, folks, it's my job to stay up on, on all the news and information that's going on. And I did not even know that police officers in the city of New York had gone seven years without a contract. Here's what I noticed. The Blasio and PBA uh, President Pat Lynch, they couldn't stand each other. I could tell from day one that Pat Lynch and Eric Adams were tight with each other. Now, you may not like that, but it's important when you're looking for a contract. And so now the contract, which must be approved by the union's membership, will give officers a uh, way a compounded compounded wage increase of twenty eight percent point twenty five, so a little more than twenty eight percent from twenty seventeen to twenty twenty five. It will cost the city five point five billion through the twenty twenty seven fiscal year. There's going to be more pay for rookies. The starting salary, I believe, is going to go up to about $55,000. And, and there's a changing of the way that officers work. So other police departments around the country, they permit their officers in some cases. It's going to, be a, it's going to start as a pilot program with 400 officers uh, in New York where they can do a 10-hour shift or they can do a 12-hour shift. And so obviously, if you're doing a 12-hour shift, then that means you only have to come in three days a week. And so this is a program that's going to expand. And why it's important is because these officers put their lives on the line each and every day. And so when they say they want to be able to spend more time with their families, we should all be behind that. And if they can work more time on the front side in terms of a daily, hourly shift, and then have more days off in the week, I say bravo. I say bravo. So we'll see what the uh, what the membership does, but it's great news that, that they have a contract after seven years. Alex in California, good morning. What's on your mind? Yes, uh, thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to explain that uh, I think people are con- conflating the two concepts and statistics. One is correlation and the other one is causation. No one is saying that being African is causing the person to be violent, but there is certainly a correlation between uh, being African and, and having being a African American. You, no. you, go, go, wait, Alex, say, say that again. You're saying there's no correlation. Go ahead. 
No, there's no causation uh, between. Okay. There's nothing. I mean, being African doesn't cause a person to be violent, but there is a correlation between. Okay, being wait. African. What, what's this being African stuff? That's what's confusing me. Oh, uh, I use the term African instead of the word black because people tend to use geography to refer to uh, uh, people of African ancestry. So I just uh, okay. use the word. African. All right. Okay. So, so please, please sum up your point and tell me one more time. Go ahead. Just, but make it quick, please. Okay. The point is that it's okay to say that that being African has a higher correlation with being violent than, say, being Asian and having and being uh, violent. So that's perfectly correct statistically. And so uh, I don't blame shop. I, 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 I don't I don't that you're painting with a broad brush. That's thank you for the call. That's that's very, very dangerous. Um, you know, you talk about black on black crime. I, I'm I'm one of the first people to do it. Uh, it, it. It has to stop. Things have to get better. And until the community understands that, until the community understands that things will continue to be the way that they are. Thank you for that call, Alex. Let's go to Pam in New Jersey. Good morning, Pam. Good morning. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, the last three Amber Alerts we got here in Jersey were for um, it's Spanish, and I'm sure there were some white people missing. So I don't think Amber Alerts are just for white people. Right, right. Well, um, you know, I, I've got to look this up. But see, Pam, this is what this is what makes me want to bang my head up against the wall because some nutty lawmaker proposes something and people believe that it's going to become law. And so I've got to look this I I can't follow every story that's based on race. I try to follow as many stories as I can, but this coming out of California I, I mean, David David did have a point about in the black community, there's been an issue with black girls that have gone missing and they don't receive the same attention from the media uh, that that other communities receive. And so it's an ongoing issue. But to, to have a, a separate system, the whole thing is just nutty. Pam, I, I thank you for the call, and you have a beautiful morning. Let's go to Sean in Brooklyn. Good morning, Sean. What's on your mind? Love you. Love you too, man. Thank get, you. Get to Congress. My point is, first of all, the PBA, they haven't had a raise in almost 10 years. Because when go back to de Blasio, some history, he never gave them anything. They stole the contract with the PBA and then gave him zeros. So it's close to 10 years since the PBA has had a raise. Wow. One. Wow. And number two, you see, you, when the media gets involved and then there's hatred, that's when you have the city agencies like City Hall, New York in particular, because now, you know, you go back, you know, you got to look at history, unfortunately. And again, the Gardner family, God bless them, what happened to the, to the guy. It, it could have, it, it, it probably wouldn't have happened if training, and they wouldn't have let young people go into plain clothes who are inexperienced when people want to resist. And I'm just bringing up that one particular case because it polarized the nation. Again, you know, it's a little history. It's it's terrible what happened, but it, it it could have been prevented had they not let an inexperienced person in civilian, you know, in uh, plain clothes. And again, he had only maybe less than seven years of patrol. And then look, it, look what happened. It, it didn't have to happen that way. So, and then you have, you know, obviously the Minneapolis incident. It polarizes the nation and the world into this false narrative of, oh, you see, they're all horrible monsters, racist monsters, and it's just false. And it, then it, it, bring it, you back it is, to the contract. It, 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 it is false. It, 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 really, it really is, Sean, because I, yeah. I, have to be, I have to be honest with you. Yes. I, I'm, 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 you know, I've listened to the calls just tonight. And, and and I'm and I'm I'm saying to myself now, wait a minute, Dominic, are you that detached from reality that you because I listen to David carefully where you don't see what's going on. But 
in my community, if we have we have people of color. We don't have these types of problems with the police at all, right? At, at all. And so I, I, you know, I misinformation polarizes people to act out in a way they wouldn't have acted out had they had the facts. That's my point too, and it really has set us back as a nation decades. Because look what happened. It happened today. The guy had a shot. I mean, it's disgusting. But no one's crying out about it. That, and it doesn't matter he got shot in the leg. He got shot. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all that he got shot. There's an artery in the leg. And, and, and the video, you know, I didn't want to bring up the sensational, sensational part of this. But no, those officers a- had to rush and put him in a, in a police department vehicle to get him to the hospital. He but no one's going to speak out. No one's going to speak out about this piece of garbage that pulled the trigger. Oh, oh he you. came from his family. Thank is this. Or did Thank they make you, Thank you. Thank you. You yeah. called him a piece of garbage. I say triple that. And, yeah, then when I, and, then, and then when I say triple it, then I have people in my community to get mad at me because I say triple it that this guy is a monster that shot a police officer. So don't listen to them. Listen, if they're getting mad for you to calling out the truth, then they're insane. Then well, they're insane. Sean, I, I, go ahead. You have the final say. Go ahead. No, I just want to – like the people, that guy in the Bronx who says, why are you always talking about black this or black that? Is that what he says? You talk well, to no, no, that, he didn't. He didn't say that. He he didn't. Not say today. That. The guy who says that you always talk about black people and well, not oh, always. That, but that was that was Tom. And I don't. I haven't heard from Tom since then. And I, I don't know if Tom is a plant. I, I who knows? Who knows? The facts. A lot of see. A lot of people don't want facts. You're and right about that, Sean. You're right about that. Of, you know what? Okay, let's talk about the guy today. He's probably under thirty. Okay, and regardless of where he, I grew up in Brooklyn. Okay, regardless, let's we'll use him today because it happened today. Okay, let's talk about current issues. So this particular kid decides today. Okay, I'm going to shoot, not just shoot someone. He's going to shoot at a person in a uniform. It's and then yet no one even makes me more mad. No one is saying anything. Where's the public outcry? You're right. If he couldn't shoot at a guy in uniform, how safe do you think your sorry ass is? Or you protesters? Huh? You think you're safe with him? You're not safe with this piece of garbage. And would, would you live next? Would ask AOC, ask AOC or Bernie Sanders, would they live next door to this kid? I wouldn't live next door to him. Okay, would Pelosi? Would Pelosi want to live next door to this kid? Would Biden? Would Biden live next door to this particular kid who decides today? And I think whatever uh, it was a stolen car he was in, I believe. Oh no, he was on the bus. He was on the it bus. Was on the bus. It was on the he bus. Robbed somebody, I believe he robbed somebody on the bus. I don't have the full details. That's what the call was. And then to another point, you know what? Choose a very big point. <laughs> but but it's got to be the last point, Sean. I have a lot of calls. Go ahead. <laughs> Any city you live in where they have to put a cage around the bus driver, do not move there. Because that's where you see a city that doesn't give a damn about its citizens. Okay, Sean, thank you. Um, you, you, you. You were correct on a number of points. Oh, let me go to uh, Kurt on Staten Island before I take a break. And then when I come back, I'm going to have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. But before we take the break, Kurt. On Staten Island, good morning. What's on your mind? Hello, Dominic. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, what I want to say, you know, when I, when I consider the situation of the world today, let alone the country, I felt really safe when Donald Trump was president. I don't anymore. Why? Tell me how did you feel safe? Define safe. Because... He had Donald Trump. He he he, he got along with every even Vladimir. He got he got along with Vladimir Putin. Yeah, I mean it, it seemed like he had every, he had them under control. But it's it, no more. Joe Biden has ruined this country. Well, all all I can tell you, Kurt, and, and, and I'm not saying that it's all personal about me, but but we're a sum of our personal experiences, right? And so, yeah. you know, 
my wife and I were look. We've lost in 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 a in a few short months under Biden. We've lost a hundred and fifty thousand dollars value in our home, and oh, our stock God. market account is being hit hard. The bottom line is when you when you're the president, it's on your watch. That's the bottom line. You can't whine about what you inherited or what what the situation. It's on your watch. And Mr. President Kurt, I have to step in because I got to take a break. Thank you, Mr. President. Americans are hurting. Americans are hurting. I I don't know, you know, your people can 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 tell you how wonderful you're doing. You know in your heart that Americans are hurting. I've got to take a break. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano on the other side of midnight. When we come back, the chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. WABC. These are the chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter, the leader, the leader of an anti-police group, wants no prison time for murder, for burglars to clean homes as punishment. Woke, woke, woke. In Austin, Texas, they granted a key to the city to a radical defund the police protester who doesn't think that anyone should be placed in jail, even murderers. It's it's unreal. Unreal. And so this activist, and by the way, in, in Austin, Texas, the city uh, set a, a record for homicides in 2021 after dramatically cutting its police budget and 911 response time climbed tremendously. So this activist is named Chaz Moore, and this clown says we don't need jails and 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 if you rob somebody, uh, you, you clean their house. Th- this is what the world is coming to. And so the, the caller, so David from the Bronx just sent me an email, and it's just what I thought, folks, as it relates to this ebony uh, amber alert. Sometimes, folks, you, you can't get so upset at these things. So it's one state senator, one, simply because a state senator introduces something, I, I would say 95% of bills that are introduced fail. Not all of them become law. This is one individual that has introduced California Senate Bill 673 to create an amber alert to help find missing black people in the state. And the story that uh, David sent me is from the ABC 10 affiliate in Sacramento uh, County. And uh, according to the article, the uh, Black and Missing Foundation says black people make up nearly 40% of reported missing persons in the United States, but they only account for 13% of the population. This is the idea of one person. It will never become law. Remember that I told you this. Before I go to Larry in Brooklyn, let's go to LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning. Uh, uh, bless um, pa- uh, Eastern Passover to all. Um, I want to pa- uh, comment on the, um, the, uh, the sign uh, I think there's a good chance that that may have been the Democrats uh, may have. Wait, put when that you said you said the sign, what 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 sign? The sign for like to, uh, against the uh, DeSantis. No, you mean the, the ad? Sign? Yeah, the ad, right? Okay. I think a, okay. Go ahead. The, the Democrats may have put it. In. I'm going to tell you why. I really no, think no. They, it, it, it's it, it's done by it's done by a group, a super PAC that that's affiliated with Trump. You you can't. There's no way you can say Democrats did this. This is from a super PAC that supports Trump. Okay. Can I make another comment then? Quickly, quickly. You. Go ahead. Okay. That um, I think we are being played by a uh, a. Uh, 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 Braggs, D.A. Braggs and the Democratic Party, I think they want Trump to really win because there was nothing that they will not do so that, you know, that they will cheat whatever that he does not win. And DeSantis has 
a, a far better chance. We need a spiritual revival in this country, whether it's by Trump or DeSantis. Something has to change. Well, I, I thank you for the call, LQ. I agree that something dramatically uh, has to change. Uh, the, the direction we're going in is not the the right direction, not the appropriate direction. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, what's on my mind? I want to know, Donald, there was an earlier caller who just stated a fact that there's a higher correlation of crime in the African-American community. You hung up on him. I'm just wondering, I mean, what's wrong with saying the truth? I mean, statistically. One, one, was- one, 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 Larry, I didn't hang up on him. That's number one. Number okay. two, uh, when you when you call up and you're referring to black people in America as Africans, when the term is African-American, I have a problem with that. Number three, you can't just broad brush any community. Larry, if you're going to do it, you better have the facts, because if you don't have the facts, I'm going to chew it up and give it right back to you. That's anybody. All right. I, he was, I mean, I don't think statistically speaking he was wrong. But, uh, I mean, uh, that's not what I wanted to say anyway. What I want to say is this. I want to express the fact that I am sick and tired of, of, of people in the, in the uh, non-African American community, okay? Like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out people, of course, because the person who does this one of the most happens to be the owner of this station, saying things like, like the uh, the black and brown kids are getting killed by their own people, Gavalt. I mean, it's a terrible thing. Let me let me tell you something. First of all, in the white community, we don't say white and not and off white. Not everybody's white. We have bad people too. Say black and brown. I mean, what so about wait, black, so Larry, brown, and Larry, blue? Larry, you know? Larry, wait, 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 Larry. I mean, well, Larry, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, 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 Larry, Larry. I I want to make sure I got this right. So yeah. I, I'm down to about six minutes at a time. And you want to take issue with how the owner refers to people of color? I, I don't understand. No. What's your point? No, 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 I was making my point. The point is this. They, the point is this. If they don't care about their own people, and we, see, shall, we see, care. Wait, 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 wait. Do you realize what you just said? Yeah. Do you, do you understand how racist that is, what you just said? Well, no, no, no. I'm saying if. You didn't hear my no, word you said, Right. Now, I did hear you say if. You said if right. they. Didn't I say a minute ago, if you come at me with a broad brush, you better have the facts? No, no. This is what I'm trying to say. Larry, Larry, enough, I, enough. What, what, you're, Larry what you're trying to tell me is that if the black community doesn't care about itself, that's the point you're trying to make. You can't make a broad brush point like that, Larry. You can't speak for every black person in America. Excuse me, please. I'm not speaking for. I'm speaking for the community as a whole. If they don't come out, like and, and, I and just protest. said, the community. <laughs> Larry, you're proving my point over and over of what I'm trying. Go ahead, because I'm out of time, Larry, and I'm trying to get as many calls as I can. So be quick and to the point. Go ahead. What I'm trying to say is, when they see us showing concern far and above the concern that they're manifesting. Who's they? they you said when phony. they. Who, who's but they? People such as John Castamatidis. He's always saying uh, the, the black and brown kids are getting killed by their own people. He's, he keeps saying that. If they don't care more Larry, than we care, Larry, we Larry, should be quiet. Larry, 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 you, you, you brought up the Castamatidis, right? Do you know what they do for communities of color? Do, do you have any idea, or you just want to just you just want to you know just talk trash, right? Do you have any idea how many kids of color they save every year? How? <laughs> do that. That's a great question. Through the PAL program, do you think that Margot and John Katsimatidis have to do what they do? Through their employees at WABC. You think it's an accident that Bo's on the air and I'm on the air at WABC? They they go based on qualifications. That They make that very clear. But, hey, Larry, I got to move on because I, I have a lot of calls. Folks, please don't, don't come at me with that line of a broad brush, and in particular when it comes to the Casamitidis. I'm not saying this because they own this station. I'm saying this because they are the real deal. And if you're going to come at them, please have your facts right, because you have no idea 
what they do to feed people, what they do to help clothe people, what they do to lift up the spirits of people. Have your facts right if you're going to go after someone. Coming up at the top of the hour, we have Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. But let's go to Lars in Los Angeles. Good morning, Lars. What's on your mind? Yeah. Hi, Dominic. I just want to let you know regarding that Ebony alert, um, there's a good chance it can pass out here. You have to remember, this is the same state that wants to give $5 million in reparations to black people. Uh, in San Francisco, they no longer publish mugshots because it uh, uh, disproportionately affected black people. Uh, they also tried to uh, enact a law that you could not write jaywalking tickets because too many black people were uh, getting cited. Regarding the Ebony Alert, it's already passed the Safety Committee. It's going to go to the Appropriations Committee before it goes to the full House. So don't be so sure that it won't pass. I I hear you, Lars, and I respect you tremendously. I just don't see a, a law like this passing that's only going to impact one segment of the population. I just don't see it. Now, maybe maybe I'm wrong. We'll see what happens. I, I we'll just don't see it. attitude. Uh, and before I leave, before I, leave I just want to, go ahead. I want, I want to thank everybody who donated money to Loretta. We collected almost $1,300. She has received her money, and the uh, GoFundMe page is still up. Thank you. Well, thank you, and thank you for doing that. We appreciate you, Lars. Joining me right now, Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. Good morning. So what do you have coming up? Well, we're going to be seeing a lot of each other today because I understand you're uh, doing uh, 7 to 10 on the morning show. I'm your yes. I'm your setup man from 6 to 7, so I'll try not to chase the audience away. Uh, <laughs> coming up, I'm off tomorrow for uh, the Easter holiday and Good Friday. So we're going to do a lot of the Friday features that we normally do on Fridays today. we got Ask Frank Anything where people can call in with a question on any subject next hour. We have uh, Brian Kilmeade for our weekly sit-down in the 4 o'clock hour and denunciations coming up up at three i have some fun stories i'm going to share with the audience as well well we look forward to it frank folks you want to keep it right there frank morano on the other side of midnight he will be continuing until 7 a.m this morning listen to him the man is the real deal the owner of the station the operator of the station john katsimatidis will be here from 7 to 10 as he continues this week i will be joining him so after a few short hours of rest i will be right back here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Up next, Alex Barnard and News Headlines.